just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. There is a, a major issue in our culture, and it's not too new, but, you know, it's it's not improving. It's actually getting worse. And this gets, uh, this hits home. Uh, you know, my parents were wonderful. My dad was gone a lot in preaching, but he was not an absent uh, father. He, he certainly didn't abandon us. Uh, you know, I, I don't lack there, but he grew up with an uh, alcoholic father and you know, the the wounds of uh, father abandonment, uh, frankly, they still, you know, they linger. And, and he just recently turned 80 years old. Those are deep wounds. Uh, and I think it's, well, I think it's Tim Scott lately that's been on some of the campaign trail been talking about the fatherlessness issue being at the root cause of so many problems in the African-American culture in our country. But, you know, it's not it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Fatherlessness, fatherlessness anywhere leaves a hole. And so how do we do that? How do we, how do we deal with that? How do we heal from that? Well, that's what today's guest is going to talk about. Uh, and he has a, a book out called Man Enough to Forgive. It comes with a workbook you see right there. It's, it's available now. And John J. Smithbaker is the founder of an organization called Fathers in the Field. And whether you are, are a father, maybe you're a man who can mentor others, uh, or perhaps you're someone who is, is still dealing with some issues from uh, your childhood and that, and that father issue. And it, 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 I know it follows you into adulthood too, right? Because there, there's still those, those things going on. Uh, I think there's some things today that will help put you at least on a path to healing and give you some hope. So that's my prayer for today, John. Smith Baker, great to have you on Life Today Live. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor. Walk us a little bit through, uh, you know, some of the big issues that you're hitting in in the book because I know this is something that you deal with a lot, but you're, you know, you're, you're taking the time to focus real heavily on this. Uh, obviously, it's a big issue. Uh, what do, what are you hitting there? Yeah. Well, fundamentally, the ministry of fathers in the field. We go through the local church and we help men. Uh, uh, make an intentional commitment in the life of fatherless boys. And we've been doing that for 15 years, seeing great impact there because we know what these boys need. We translate the gospel into a fatherless boy language and we get to see great rescue and great healing in that effort. But the pastors have all said that, wow, that's remarkable. But we have such a large segment of our church and our men that the church is being overwhelmed with the in issues of fatherlessness in the local church. And that's everything from depression, drug addiction, divorce, pornography, uh, suicide, workaholicism, you name it, all the isms. And, and they said, we need something for our church, our men, because uh, obviously uh, Satan knows what he's doing. He's destroying the next generation of pastor providers and protectors mm. and in these young boys. And then these boys uh, graduate into manhood and we call them the walking wounded because they've never dealt with this father wound in their soul. And it's a festering soul wound. 
that is controlling all their emotions, behavior, and actions in life, sadly. Yeah. And we see how destructive it is, as you mentioned, in society and our nation. Uh, the tsunami is on its way because we have two generations now of, of increasing fatherlessness. And the inner city is 75%, suburbia is 40%. As a nation, we're over 50%. So if you want to see what our nation looks like, because that delta is only 25 points now, then look at the inner city. Mm -hmm. So this is an urgent need. Uh, Pastor Greg Laurie says it best. Uh, the family can survive without the nation, but the nation can't survive without the family. Mm -hmm. So man enough to forgive is really directly focused at believers, men, believers who are in the local church and they're, they're stuck in this wound. And we specifically get to address that wound. And we talk about fatherlessness, we think of, of not being there, right? Is that a literal physical not being there or is that, is that include emotionally maybe not being there uh and and does it actually include maybe someone who's there but who's doing more damage than good are you looking at one specific thing yeah. or, or all of those things yeah in our ministry of these boys we don't want to get in the way of a father making an effort to be in the boy's life mm. it doesn't mean there's not a consequence of fatherlessness but uh the bible is very clear that the three roles of fatherhood is is being the pastor, provider, and protector. And you can't fulfill God's biblical roles if you're not in the home. Mm. So if you're not in the home through divorce, again, we're not talking about love. We're talking about fulfilling the biblical fatherhood roles. You can't perform those if you're not in the home. Mm. So your children then are fatherless because you can't perform the biblical roles. Mm. So our definition is biblical, not societal. And secondly, uh, yes, if a father's in the home is not and not f performing those roles, then that boy is also fatherless because those fatherhood roles are not being fulfilled. God's plan is perfect. It's divinely ordered and designed. And there are always consequences when those fatherhood roles are abandoned. Hmm. So yeah. that that's what we're dealing with. And and it's a, not a popular subject because why? Half the people in church nowadays are divorced. Yeah. And it's an unpopular concept that your children, even though you care about your children, if you can't perform those biblical roles of fatherhood, your children know they are wounded and they are know that they're shepherdless in their effort to become the man God intended them to be. So what do you say to the to the man who uh is divorced, uh, and maybe he doesn't even want to be divorced. Uh, Lear was talking to a gentleman last night at my church who was in, in that yep. exact position. Uh, and now, because women, mothers typically get custody of the child, um, they are separated by no act or volition or desire of their own. And w when they hear a message like this, what they can hear is yep. failure, shame, that kind of thing. Yep. Well, the hard truth is whenever the cup of marriage is broken, there's always consequences. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I really just speak to the reality. I was a father's boy through divorce. 
So I, I am speaking up, being an advocate for the children who are carrying this deep soul wound. Mm. So the feelings of the, of the adults is really secondary to me. It's really caring for the souls of the children. So if the parents want to be realistic about what's happening or not, this is part of the process. Parents have to understand that we're not talking about love of your children. We're talking about the consequences of God's plan being broken. And if you don't man up, woman up, to realize your children are hurting, even though sometimes they pretend they're not, then you're you're basically not understanding the perfect will of God for family. Now, we live in a broken world, so God understands that. But that doesn't, that doesn't eliminate the consequence from sin. God hates divorce. Mm-hmm. There's always consequences for it. So what I would tell that man is, and, and I tell a woman this too, that don't pretend your kids aren't hurt. Mm-hmm. Because what they do is they, they stuff that wound deeper inside them. Tell them, I'm sorry. This will matter greatly in your life. But through the power of Christ, you can still be the man God intended you to be. Hmm. And don't create more families, more marriages, where you take time away from your current children. Mm -hmm. They resent that. Okay. It creates a deeper wound in them because now your time is being spread even thinner. These are hard truths that if fatherless children, when they're younger, could speak up to their adult parents, they would say all these things. So I'm saying it for them as their advocate. <laughs> that that is hard because people don't want to hear, you know, don't don't go get remarried and don't, and you know we we kind of, and I'm not taking a position one way or the other on this, but but in the church there is, um, sort of praise for the blended family. Look what God's done. Are you suggesting yeah. that maybe we're glossing over some things there? Well. Listen, God in his great mercy can do a lot of things. But second marriages, third marriages, fourth marriages with children have a divorce rate of over 75%. So let me ask anybody out there, if you want to argue, would you get on a plane that had a 75% chance of crashing? (laughs) No. The answer is no. So why would we why would we risk hurting our children again? Mm. Why would we do that to a precious soul? Because mm. listen, the average fatherless child through divorce, abandonment, out of wedlock, gets abandoned seven times, feels abandoned seven times before they're 18. Mm. And this is how it typically occurs. At a young age, they get divorced. The father moves out. All of a sudden, there's a boyfriend in the life that gets that moves in or gets introduced to the boy. Mm-hmm. The boy is so desperate for a father. He starts calling that man dad. And then that relationship ends. And then another boyfriend. Or they get remarried and they get divorced again. Mm-hmm. Or grandpa enters his life, thankfully. But because of his age, he dies and the Lord takes him home. So there's another abandonment. Mm-hmm. So these children have to deal with not just one abandonment. Mm-hmm. It's multiple abandonments before they're 18. Mm-hmm. So let's stop 
hurting these boys and girls, these fatherless, precious fatherless children that are dealing with the corruption, brokenness, wounds of a broken marriage or out of wedlock marriage. And let's stop pretending that they're okay. The biggest issue I had to deal with as a father's child growing up through divorce, step parents, is that everyone told me, as well-meaning as they were, you don't need a dad, <laughs> big boys don't cry, and you'll get over it. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. What we as a ministry and what people should be telling them is that what your dad has done is terribly wrong, will matter greatly in your life, but through the power of Christ, through healing and forgiveness, you can be the man God intended you to be. There is life and there's victory through Jesus. Stop pretending. They know they're hurt. They know they're broken. They know something's wrong. And every father's child blames themselves. If, if the darn adults would take responsibility and speak truth, it would help them. Why do you think there's so much depression and anger and, and drug use? Yeah. It is a wound. That is that they are trying to drug themselves to stop hurting. Mm -hmm. Let's stop pretending as adults that it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Have you forgiven your father? And if so, how, how did you do that? Yeah, praise God. I did. I have absolutely unequivocally, without a doubt, unearned, unmerited, completely 110 percent because we deal with this all the time. Most men will say, no, they've moved on. It's okay. Oh, yeah, I have. But what's it matter? And so I got, I, on my road to Damascus experience, I, I gave up this, my unforgivable sin. See, every father's child believes their, their fatherhood wound is an unforgivable sin. And as believers, we know there's only one unforgivable sin, and that's unbelief. But when I was on the road begging for forgiveness for all my earthly, fleshly, sins i thought i was done but then i heard the heavenly father said to me no now you need to forgive your earthly father for leaving you abandoning you breaking the cup of marriage mm -hmm. starting a new family all those terrible things that a father's boy deals with and it god knew that the unforgiveness of my father was the deepest of my sin it controlled everything in my life mm -hmm. The other sins were wretched, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But this unforgiveness of my father was the deepest because I told myself and every father, I will never ever forgive that sin. Mm -hmm. So when I did, that's when I was born again. That's when I knew I was I was adopted to a heavenly father. That's when I knew I was a new creation. So this is paramount and we can get into more of that. And that's kind of what the book really cent centralizes on in Man Enough to Forgive. Yeah, this is the book, A Man Enough to Forgive, and the workbook. you got a compass on the cover of that workbook. Um, what's the metaphor yeah. going on there? Yeah, it's, it's a compass that uh, God put on my heart a long time ago. In my previous life, we were the largest compass manufacturer in the nation before I gave all that up and started ministry. But the N is never fatherless. The East is eternal home. The S is saved by the sun. And West is wisdom of the father. So it's just a great tool to, that we use in the, the forgiveness journey. 
I have one question, and I ask this uh, on behalf of some good friends of mine, um, you know, who uh, are divorced, started a new family, and now they're on the other side of it. You know, kids are all adults are getting there. What do you do if you if you're hearing this, and 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 kind of make maybe come to the realization of oh, I may have some children, wounded children, that I didn't yep. see the scope of it. Yeah. What, what does a man do at that point? So he's not in the home. Uh, the children are, and this case, in case I'm thinking of, the children are, are out of the home already, but they were divorced, you know, ten, right. oh, fifteen years ago or so. You're asking what the father does for yeah, his well, children yeah, what, that he's not raising. That yeah, he well that he because of the divorce, right? And the wife got custody. Believe me, he. In, in, in this case, he moved across the country and quit his job because his wife moved, and he basically followed her to be there for his Praise children God. as much as he could. Yeah. Uh, but he did remarry, and he does have uh, two other children in that marriage. And and I, you know, I, I just I, I can imagine him hearing this, going, "Well, crap, what do I do now?" You know. Yeah, it's a great thing. Well, first of all, I want to honor him from quitting a job and moving closer, so he can be in the in their lives as much as possible. That's that's one thing I recommend all all parents do. You stay, you move, you put your children's lives above your career lives and you move closer and um, you stay engaged as much as you can. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would do is I don't know how much he gets to see them, but sadly, the the family courts aren't as friendly as they should be to these fathers. I would just step back. I would tell men always I would I, I tell all men never leave the home. Right. Never leave the home. Yeah. Why does the men? Why does the man have to leave the home? I, I advise never leave the home. Try and work it out, and your children will know that you didn't leave. Mm. You didn't leave. Mm -hmm. If if your wife wants to divorce you and she leaves, then she leaves. But the children will know she left. But don't ever leave because you think it's going to be better for the children. That's a lie. And secondly, if you don't have much contact with your children. This is what I recommend. I would write them a letter every single day until they're 18. Hmm. I would let them know you're singling them that they're a priority. You mail it to them every single day. If 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 you have a bad relationship with the mom and she won't even give them the letter, save a copy of it and give it to them when they're 18. Get their email address. <laughs> they will know that you thought about them, cared about them yeah. as best you could. Yeah. Yeah. Take every advantage of the court order days and ask for more days. And the other thing is spend more time with them, your your biological children, than you do or combined with your adopted children or your, your stepchildren. Mm -hmm. Make one-on-one -on -one efforts with them. Make them important. If you think, well, I only have so much time, let's combine everybody, those children do not necessarily appreciate that because now they're having to divide their time with a man they desperately, prayerfully, crying every night that they get to spend more time with. Hmm. And if you divide their time, the little time you get with them, with other people, that that pushes that wound even further. These are some, uh, see, there's some tough ones, right? Yeah, very uh, tough. Th this is a tough one. Um, what are you seeing when you when when men hear this, and the ones that you know are are struggling? You know, they, in other words, it's not too late for them. 
and they go back and they they do the things that you're talking about are you seeing some payoff well yeah i mean listen but again i don't know what you mean by payoff but it, it is the right effort being made that's what your children need to see yeah. they know if they're if you're intentionally dividing the limited time even more they know this they know if you're not spending time maximizing their time but the issue is is not just this the issue is acknowledging that they're wounded mm -hmm. how many people say i know you're wounded whenever the cup is breaking god's perfect plan there's always consequences mm -hmm. let's stop avoiding that yeah. as a parent you should intentionally try to help them deal with that wound in right. deep inside them yeah that's what you need to be doing yeah not just taking them for ice cream out of guilt and trying to be the fun dad or whatever else with a limited time mm -hmm. that doesn't work yeah yeah by payoff i mean some healing going on yeah um, healing yeah. absolutely if yeah. your focus is healing then you're spot on yeah then you're spot on your focus should be healing because if not your children are going to really pay the consequences if you look out there Look out there, 85% rebel and get adjudicated and create all kinds of problems. Suicide, drugs, depression, passivity, effeminate, homosexuality. That is all result from the broken marriage or out of wedlock marriage. Mm. It matters mm. that a man fulfill the godly roles of pastor, provider, and protector. And if you don't, there is definitely a wound. We can argue about the depth of each wound in every circumstance, but I'm talking generally. Why do you do? do you, I get the, I get the feeling. Correct me if I'm wrong. I get the feeling that the church has been a little soft on this. Absolutely. Well, why? Why, why you, do you? Here, I don't know why they're soft. I can only suspect, and I, I think I'm right. But half the people are divorced in their church now. I mean, divorce. The epidemic of a broken family is 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 a big issue even in the church. So if you're going to talk like I'm talking, how many people get rubbed the wrong way yeah, right. and they refuse to take responsibility and now they're mad at the church right. and they won't tithe, they're mad at the pastor, they leave. I, I'm sad that that happens, but we need to be an advocate for these precious children. There is nobody, quote, nobody speaking up for them. There's yeah. nobody looking at the yeah. world through their lens. Yeah. Come on. I want to show you the website. Um, this is fathersinthefield.com. Is that one fathers? I got got a couple of websites here. I got yeah, the, the ministry. The, the ministry goes to the local church that we help yeah. get mentor fathers and life of fathers boys, where their dad's not involved in all. That's called fathers in the field. And man and a forgive is meant to be for men, the walking wounded, these men who carried this fatherhood wound into adulthood. Man Enough to Forgive in the accompanying workbook can be a men's study within the church or group study or personal study. But we specifically, frankly, truthfully address this wound inside you and we confront you with the fact, have you or have you not forgiven? Hmm. And God Almighty makes it clear. We're talking to believers now. Believers are commanded to forgive unearned unmerited and every time i say this i have to say this now i've learned that we're not talking about reconciliation that's a completely different topic right. we're talking about unearned unmerited undeserved unapologetic forgiveness that your father commands a believer to do we're not saying you have to go hug 
somebody that's violated you or abused you or is a bad person or an evil person. We're not saying that, but you do need to forgive and that heals you. The other thing I, I, I always feel compelled to say, it doesn't mean you won't walk with a limp or have a scar, but the wound is no longer festering, no longer controlling your emotions and your behavior and you, all your addictions to try and smooth over that hole in your soul. John J. Smithberger, tough conversation, tough issue. And, but you know what? I mean, it's, it's such a problem. I, it is, as you say, the number one societal issue of our time. Amen. Uh, we, we can't ignore it any longer. We do so no. at our own risk and peril and the lives yes. of children. And it's just, yeah. it's, uh, I, I hear you. Thank you. Anything, anything we missed before I let you go? No, listen, men, I share these hard truths because I deeply care about men and I deeply care about masculinity. I deeply care about the roles specifically given to men as being the pastor, provider and protector in the home and in the church. Listen, masculinity is a gift to children, women, society, our community, our nations. Don't let Satan, don't let this culture destroy you because of unforgiveness. You can be the man. There is victory, but that victory is through forgiveness. So you can be the man God intended you to be. Appreciate that. That's encouraging. That's hope. No matter where you're at, there is hope. And if you want to pick up Man Enough to Forgive to help put you on that road to healing, uh, it's available wherever you get books, as well as at manenoughtoforgive.com. I appreciate all you guys being with me today. If you know somebody that needs to hear this message, hit that share button. Let them know. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you haven't liked or followed or subscribed, I appreciate you doing that. You'll get more notifications of these good interviews. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. Are we safe to America? Be true to what you said on paper.